This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And we are joined by a very special guest today. Of course, you know her from Real Housewives of New Jersey, but more importantly, she's a brand new author, Margaret Josephs. Hello, welcome. Oh, hi, guys. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Barry. So excited to be here. The Marge is here. The Marge is in there. We've had this on the books for a while because, of course, your book is coming out next week. Before we get started, just tell everyone the name of the book, where they can find it, when it's coming out all that stuff so we don't forget. Uh, Yes, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget, and it will be out on April 13th. Also the audio, I do it myself, and it's from Simon & Schuster. It's really available everywhere. Um, Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, Simon & Schuster website. You can just get it everywhere. I'm already reading the book, but now I'm going to have to get the audio book because I feel like that's just going to add a whole nother a whole nother layer. Oh, I was just going to say that I can listen to you specifically speak for like the rest of my life. So I think I'm going to have to get that on audio. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, listen, it's right from the horse's mouth, but some people find my voicemails (laughs) on a chalkboard, but other people find, you know, can really listen to me. So Barry, I appreciate it. Yes. I'm not one of the ones with a chalkboard. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of your voice, obviously when you're writing a book, your voice comes through there. What struck me when I first started reading it, like the first page, it just sounds like you talking. And so what was kind of the process? I know we saw you on the show this season, working with someone to help kind of in the process. How did you kind of go about sitting down to write a book? Well, you know, I've never wrote a book before, obviously. So I collaborated with a ghostwriter, but it was so important for me that it was really my voice that I would write it. So we really collaborated. Uh, Emily, who's great, transcribed with me. She would uh, send back, you know, outlines and and the general idea. But then painstakingly, the girls that work with me who know me so well, we would be up all night putting everything in there that really needed to be in there and, and put my voice into it. So really, it was a true collaboration. And, you know, no one could really sound like me but me. Right. Right. But it was right from the opening because it's just, I think my mind works in mysterious ways. So that's what it was. So it was, it was a great collaboration. She's amazing. She, she really dragged it out of me. So that was perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Well, also in your book, you write about how you've never really felt like protected in your life. How has that shaped the way you approach your relationships on housewives? Um, you know, it's very interesting because I never really did. I always felt like I took care of myself. And I always say my first adult relationship really is with Joe, where I have a Mm -hmm. sense of safety. And, um, I do feel like on housewives, because I am a grown woman now, I feel protective of other people and very nurturing, uh, in my relationships with other people and women. So that's why 
I think sometimes people don't understand me or misinterpret, even with Jennifer, with the drinking. I really wasn't judging her at first. I mean, when she didn't respond the way I expected, I was actually worried about her when I first saw her. And it wasn't like I had repressed issues from Marge. They're not repressed. They're right out there. Okay. (laughs) And and I get concerned. Uh, I want everybody to hold themselves in the best light. I expect everybody to hold themselves in a higher standard. And I'm all about a good time. I'm all about a party girl. I love a tipsy drunk, but I am very protective of the people I care about. And even if I don't love you every single day of the week, I still don't want anything bad to happen to you. Right. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. You talk about your, how your mom's drinking when you were growing up kind of shaped your view of how alcohol affects people. And you say that you think a lot, you feel like a lot of people have issues with alcohol that they don't necessarily realize it's, it's interesting because housewives is a show where we tend to see so much, you know, drunken behavior and stuff. Has that been kind of difficult for you to navigate or do you feel kind of content enough doing your own thing that it doesn't really bother you? It doesn't really bother me. I'm content doing my own thing. I think sometimes people aren't comfortable enough in their own skin to let loose. And that's Mm -hmm. why they uh, use alcohol to loosen up or whatever it is. I think I've been so normal being a little kooky on my own. So I don't need something to loosen up. So I kind of just do my own thing. I enjoy being around other people having a good time because I'm a good time anyway. I don't need to drink to loosen up. So I enjoy watching other people loosen up. I just get anxious when it turns a corner because I don't want anything to go wrong. Yeah, totally. So has Marge Sr. read the book yet? Yes, Marge Sr. has read the book. And you would, you know, she is totally fine with it. She she lived it. I mean, certain things she remembers. She's like, oh, my God, I went skinny dipping. Oh, my God. I I don't remember that. And then I refreshed her memory. But she is so fine with it. Marge Sr. and I have such a healthy relationship now. Oh, good. I loved, yeah, I loved hearing, reading that kind of in the early chapters of the book, you had such an interesting relationship with each other when you were growing up, because it wasn't like your average mother daughter relationship, like you talk about. So it's, it's great to see now that you're both adults, you know, you've both been independent, you know, in your own situations, that you guys have sort of been able to create a relationship with each other as adults that seems to work so well. Yes. Yes. I mean, you don't know that your parents are kooky or different when you're a little kid, right? It's like everybody that you think that's normal until you go to someone else's house. <laughs> I mean, that's really, and then you go to therapy years later and you're, and you're like, hey, that was normal, you know? So that's, yes, but we have an amazing relationship now. She's the best grandmother and, you know, she validated the way I felt and I, you move on from it. Like I always say, you're not responsible what happens to you in your childhood. You're responsible as an adult to fix it. And that's, I think sometimes why I lose patience also with people because everybody doesn't have an easy childhood, but you have to work and you cannot use it as an excuse. You have to work on it as an adult to fix it. That's so funny. You just said that recently, my brother and I were talking about memories we had as a kid and we were like, wait, was that normal? Was that not normal? Like we're, we're realizing it now as grown adults. And we're like, they did that. Like our parents did that, but you know what? It's fine to just look at it in the past. You know what? Everybody's human. Your parents were young. Uh, Everybody does the best they can. And that's the way I always say Marcy was 20 years old when she had me, she was a young girl. So when I always say she was drinking, you have to look at it as like, she was the age of like, you know, 24, I'm four, she's 24. So when, you know, when you look at it that way, 
And I was comparing it to someone on my show who's in their 40s. You know, my mother was a young girl. It was like she was just out of college, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about how, like, the generally, like, the, you know, mothers that we see on Housewives aren't, you know, people who are having babies in their early 20s. And, you know, they're kind of at a different phase in life where they have, you know, maybe more resources available to them or, you know, kind of just a different attitude about what it's like to raise a child. Yes. And I'm, you know, and I love everybody to let loose and I want everybody free to be me. <laughs> I, I'm, all about, I'm all about a good time. I, I am all about a good time. Well, okay. So on this week's episode, we saw Melissa and Joe get into, you know, quite the argument and you were there for all of it. So what yes. was your take on the situation? Because honestly, as watching it, we, t- we talk about this frequently, like with production and whatnot, it seemed like we were missing some parts from what was really going on. I am going to tell you, uh, though the argument was cut short, you really weren't missing much. I think Melissa walking in front of him triggered something to him. And obviously something deeper was going on. And it is something in their relationship. I think he feels that she, he doesn't want to be left behind. And I think it really was something in him that night. He feels like, She's not as attentive maybe to him. She's not as pays as much attention. And I think for some reason that night it hit home and it really was a very bad fight. And I was like a little freaked out by it. When you guys got back to Melissa's house and you and Jackie were just kind of trying to be like, what, who do we, where do we go? Like, what do we, who do we talk to? Do we leave? Do we stay? I I feel like we've all been in a situation like that where it's like, I have, I don't want to, cause problems, but I have no idea what to do right now. Oh yeah. I wanted to skedaddle out of that room because Joe and I are extremely close with Melissa and Joe. So I always feel very comfortable saying whatever it is. I want everything to be perfect and work out, but I'm going to give them my honest opinion. Right. I love when you were like, Joe, go outside. (laughs) (laughs) You handle it. (laughs) Yeah. Joe, Go outside with Joe Borger. You tell him. Listen, Joe and I have been down this road twice. So we we made mistakes in our first marriage. We worked very hard to do it right this time. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm interested to hear from you what you feel about kind of bringing those relationship issues onto the show and, you know, handling it from an honest perspective. Obviously, we've seen, you know, Jackie kind of put through the ringer in the first half of this season with the rumor with Evan. How do you feel like you've kind of been able to navigate that? Because it seems like you've had a a relatively, uh, you know, drama-free personal life on the show so far. Well, uh, you know, I feel it's good to put the relationship issues out there because people can relate to it. I don't know one couple in, in the real world that does not have relationship problems. I don't care how perfect it is. I mean, people were very upset with me the way I yelled at Joe. I think people were like, you speak to your husband. Like, I don't give two shits what anybody says. Everybody yells at their husband or wife, screams at them. You know, everyone's like, I can't believe the way you speak to your husband. Cut me a break. 
Okay. That just shows that I'm very real and Joe and I have arguments. And when he yells at me in the house and I know he's heated, I am not going to inflame it. And I think everybody just put their relationship out there. And I think that's, what's so great about Jersey. Our husbands are there and it shows real life problems within marriages, but that you can recover from it. Everything's not that serious. And we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to sugarcoat our relationships. I mean, but Joe and I, listen, it's my second husband. I'm his second wife. We did a lot to be together. And we we really value and respect each other. And a fight like that, when I yell, that's going to blow over in two seconds. It's not that deep or serious. There's no underlying nonsense with us. Well, I have to say, it was like when I was watching and everyone was going off about you and questioning you, like yelling, I was like, there was nothing wrong, not one ounce wrong with how you spoke to Joe. I didn't even think anything of it until Thanks. people started commenting on it. I was like, that's a normal, like grown relationship. If you think people are holding hands and kissing each other all day wrong, all day long, that's the problem. Like, yes. I, yeah, I Jennifer, Jennifer had a lot to say about the red flags yeah. and it, it, I didn't quite get it. <laughs> no, I couldn't even understand. She's like, I don't yell at Bill. I don't. And first of all, I don't even believe that. I, I'm not going to, you know, when you put stuff out there and say, this isn't, I don't do this. I don't do that. That's bullshit. You know, I don't make it out like everything's perfect. That is not me. I, I have all my stuff right out there. I don't pretend everything's great. I don't pretend everything's perfect. What you see is what you get. So speaking of relationships and friendships on the show, you write in the book, which I thought was interesting, that when you first came on the show, Siggy was the one person that you already knew going in mm-hmm. and that you really didn't get sort of the warm welcome you were maybe expecting from her. I'm no. curious how you feel. I know like with her and then also with Danielle, you've had a couple of friendships kind of go sideways on the show. Do you feel like people, some people have trouble sort of acting normal in a friendship once the cameras are there? And is that kind of a tough thing to deal with? I think um, some people are insecure and they cannot distinguish between reality and camera. I think that's what's disturbing. Um, I'm going to say this point blank. I think uh, Danielle is uh, not a bit. I know it's crazy. I'm going to say I don't think she's a horrible person. I think she is uh, damaged. She, I know she's going off on Instagram saying horrible things about me. Um, it doesn't bother me at all because I, I actually feel bad for her. I really did care for her. And I can say that, honestly, I felt like I had a true friendship with her and I really did care about her. She just didn't want to hear it. I think she's a hard time differentiating um, reality from TV. With that being said, um, I only want good things for her and I want her to be okay. Uh, with Siggy, I think she's pure fucking evil. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And, and, I, and, I, and I do feel that way. She's a she's a stain on New Jersey. Yeah. And, and she's cold, calculated, easily threatened, and you know, so happy to be rid of her. Well, I feel like Siggy was one of those housewives where they come in, they have a great first season, they kind of stir it up, it's a fun time, and then you come back for a second season, and it's like, oh, you can't really handle this. Like this isn't. This no. isn't doing good things for you. Yeah. That, I mean, she is just, she was not nice and I could say it. And she really is. She's just not, a, she's not a good person. She's, there's just not one redeeming quality about her whatsoever. Wow. That's like a, 
I wasn't expecting that jump from Danielle because I was going to ask the question, what are your <laughs> thoughts on Danielle's Instagram lives? And then we just came full circle with Siggy. So, okay, I'm glad that we heard No, that. but you listen, I real. I mean, have you not seen her Instagram? I mean, yeah, yeah. she, I mean, if you're, yeah, Siggy's Instagram is, it's a sight to behold. <laughs> to be honest, I'm going to be honest. Like, no, I don't follow. I might don't. be blocked no, at I this mean, point, I'm but. Yes, I, I obviously <laughs> blocked, but people have sent it to me. And, and the thing, you know, she's, the conspiracy theories are just insane. Yeah, it's, I mean, to each their own to a certain degree, but yeah, then there are certain yeah, things where it's like, yeah. You know, when you're calling everybody in Hollywood pedophiles and this, that, you've gone too far. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I know. Sorry. That was kind of funny. Sorry. No, that was, I, I appreciate that a lot. But moving on from that. So how do you stay true to yourself and your friendships when it seems like people around you are more concerned with their image on the show? Um, you know what? I think I'm just like. I People worry about their image. That's just not who I am. And I feel I have such solid people around me. I've been, Lexi's been in my life uh, for 12 years. I have the same friends since kindergarten. I have such a solid group of people yeah. around me. I, anybody who worries about their own on the show, I'm always just like, this isn't real. You know, if this is what you're worried about and you can't be your authentic self, people could smell it. Just, you know, it doesn't even phase me. I'm yeah. just like, get a life. You know, we love it's Lexi. Like, I, I, oh, Lexi's the best. And, you know, I really, I feel sorry for anybody who cannot feel comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. Don't worry about just their image and put on, put on airs because that's, that's not even attractive to me. Totally. I'm curious, what would you say has been maybe the most surprising or unexpected part about your experience on New Jersey? And then also with writing the book, kind of what that experience showed you, or maybe you were surprised by. I think the way people relate on the show, I didn't realize when I got on the show that um, people relate to so many um, of the different, you know, people on it, like everybody reaching out to me. I couldn't leave my husband, Marge. Um, you know, I have relationships uh, issues with my mother. I'm aging. Uh, I love that, you know, you're real. You're not the skinny one. You know, things like that. I love, no, I love that, that, that people are like, write to me. I answer my own social media. So I love that I can interact with people. I say it's a study in sociology and I find, you know, people think it's all about the drama. It's not, it's, it's about relating to people and, and it can make a difference. It's also a great platform for, uh, phil- you know, philanthropic endeavors. And I got to do great stuff, but that's what I find so interesting that people take it so seriously. I mean, I walk down the street, they're worried about what, you know, what I'm doing with my house. People are so invested. I in, have to say, I'm I am a little bit. With, you know, with the, with the, and the house I, looks great, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. It's really, it's really coming together. I'm so happy, Good. and I think people, you know, people are just like, why did you take so long? I moved in. I bought this house as a project. I had no idea I was getting on a show. You know, it's not like I was sitting here trying out for housewife for years. I had no idea. Yeah. It sounds actually in the book, it sounds like it was a very almost strangely quick process for you to get on the show because you said you did a face a FaceTime interview and then they were like, okay, you're cast. Yeah, it was a FaceTime interview. I think they were getting down to the wire to uh, get a new housewife. I had been already going to be on it. They wanted me for season six. I couldn't, I wrote in the book, I couldn't get out for uh, oh. reasons for negotiations. So 
Uh, I was cast to do another show at that point, season six. My own show, Pigtails of Power Tools, FYI. Did it <laughs> um, so that's what it was. So it was very quick. And I was very lucky. And they're like, you know, it's not like I immediately was like, you're the new housewife. I was like, great, not a big deal. I thought like, I had no idea. I had no, it was just a very natural, I belong in this dysfunctional family. Yeah. It's the family I was meant to be in. Yeah. Margaret, (laughs) I have to say though, that timing really is everything with that statement because season six is, I think my personal least favorite season ever. It was, it was, it was a transition year. And I think it was. (laughs) And you I, never know. Yeah, and I don't know who would have been on it. Maybe those, maybe Amber wouldn't have been on it. Maybe I would have been that. I don't know. And it wasn't right. And it wasn't good timing. Timing is everything. And I, that's what I'm saying. I think this is this is a great place for me. Yes. I truly love the girls. I mean, not at every given moment, but I really do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you guys have had, part of the reason you've been able to have such a consistent cast in the last few years with, I mean, really no no one coming or going now for three seasons is that you have the ability to kind of, you know, get mad at each other, argue, have your disagreements, but it still feels like a cohesive group at the end of the day. Whereas sometimes on reality shows, it can feel like, I don't even know why these people are hanging out. Like they clearly don't like each other. They don't have anything in common. Whereas I think Jersey is really in such a good um, groove of feeling like it Mm -hmm. is a friend group where everybody does generally enjoy each other's company. Yeah, I mean, we all really have authentic friendships. Everybody sees each other all year round. The husbands happen to be very good <laughs> friends also. Yes, and we're waiting spend, for that spinoff. <laughs> yeah, they spend a lot of those guys, their heads would be so swollen if they got a spinoff. I, I don't think I'd be able to handle it. Uh, they, <laughs> they are great and they're very good friends. And they, you know, they have a relationship outside the women. They meet for dinner. Um, my Joe works in a lot with Joe and Frank, they're together all the time. So it's great. It's, it's really just a natural, you know, relationship with everybody. And it's, it's really, it's nice. It's a great thing. I always say, we're going to be old ladies. We might fight, but years down the road, we're going to be old ladies on tour together. Remember when we went that (laughs) I love that. Um, All right. So speaking of that, we know the reunion is coming up. How are you feeling? Are you a pro or con um, reunion day person? How do you feel about that? I'm a pro. It's fine for me. (laughs) It's another day. It's another day of banter for the mod. I love that. You know, I'm always just worried about is my, are my Spanx going to (laughs) show? Am I sweating? To me, it's like another day. I enjoy it, but it's We're excited to see Andy's uh, fishing for questions on Twitter as we speak. So. (laughs) I know. I know. I love it. I, I know what people are going to say. Marge, why are you mom shaming? I'm not mom shaming. <laughs> okay, we people have. People don't understand a metaphor. <laughs> well, or an or analogy. An analogy apparently. <laughs> painful, painful people. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Okay, so we have a quick little game we want to play before we let you go. It's called Who Would You Choose? It's a bunch of questions. We did the same game with Jackie when she was on last month. And you're just going to name who from the New Jersey cast you would choose for each category. And it's okay. not not too shady. We promise. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, who would you take motherhood advice from if you if you were in need of some? Oh, you have De- of, uh, oh Dolores. Okay. Oh. No, because we have very similar um, mothering styles. Her kids are both, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whose closet would you read? Whose clothes would I fit into? That's the whole other thing. <laughs> Believe it or not, Dolores. We have very similar styles. She wears flowy tight. We wear a lot of the same labels. Dolores, I feel like, is just looking gorgeous oh, this season. Stunning. She seems so confident and, you know, just having a good time. Yeah. Yes. I take, she always sends me stuff. She always sends me clothes. Lodge, I bought this. It still is tags. I take a lot of crap from her anyway. So I agree. <laughs> okay. Who would you want to plan your next vacation? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Who travels the way? Probably Melissa, because she knows where I like to stay and stuff like that. Who would you want to cook you dinner? Teresa. Yeah, I feel like that's a gift. Teresa. Uh, that was Jackie's answer, except she was afraid Teresa would spit in the food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, who who would you take relationship advice from? Oh, relationship advice. Oh, that's easy. Uh, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who would you let decorate your house? Come on. You can plead the fifth on this one. You know what? None of the above. None of the above. Only because I have very different style than everybody. Yeah. I, you know, I am very out. I don't even think I'm out there. I just feel like I'm a different. I, every, I think everybody else doesn't take risks. And I'm a very big risk taker. And 
you know, I mix prints. I'm very, yeah, no one. <laughs> I'm, Fair picky, enough. I'm a picky bitch. I'm not going to lie. That's an acceptable answer. And then last one, which housewife from another city would you choose to join the New Jersey cast? Dorinda. I'd pick Dorinda because I could fight with her and make up with her because we are good friends. And she's not yes. on the show anymore. So should I pick someone who's still on the show? I mean, Dorinda works. We love Dorinda. Yeah, I could... so we're very good friends. And I think she would be great. And I think she would yell at other people. So it'd be great. I was going to say, I can totally see that happening. And you know what? Jackie said that she needed someone also with like, you know, like a backbone and like someone to help. And I'm surprised she didn't choose Dorinda. That would have been a good. Yeah, Dorinda has a big backbone. She's like a universal arguer. You know, like. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Margaret, this has been so fun. We're so glad you could join us. Remind everyone where they can find your book and, you know, all the details. Yes. Okay. Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. It's out next Tuesday, April 13th. But I also have live events where you can, if you purchase tickets, you get a signed copy from the Marge. Live events, April 13th, 14th, and 16th. And just go on margaretjosephs.com. All the live events are there. So sign up for that. That would be great. Uh, You get to ask the Marge questions and get a signed copy of the book. Booked and busy and ready to go. Busy, ready to go. Yes. Well, this was so fun. Thank you so much for being here and best of luck with the book and the reunion and all the good stuff coming up. Thanks so much, Dylan and Barry. Thank you. That was so much fun talking with Margaret. I hope you guys all enjoyed Barry. Um, Wow. I mean, so much much tea (laughs) was spilt. Seriously, if you are a fan of Margaret, go check out the book because I'm making my way through it right now. And it's juicy. It's not, it I would say like housewives books, there's like a scale of one to 10 and some of them are like kind of a letdown. Margaret definitely put it, put it all out there. Well, Margaret's the type of person, as you can hear in this episode where she's, you know, lets it all out. She's herself. She's authentic. So she did that through her book as well. And we love the Marge. That was, that was very fun. We absolutely do. Okay. That being said, it is now time for us to share our grab the skinny pop moments. We are not going to be doing our normal Jersey recap this week because, of course, we talked to Margaret. But like we always know, endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. Luckily, every kernel of skinny pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that we can eat it by the handful or even the bagful. So we are going to be sharing grab the skinny pop moments from last night's New Jersey episode because we didn't get to recap it. Barry. What is your grab the skinny pop moment? My skinny pop moment was Joe Gorga's reaction to Melissa not waiting for him and just leaving him at the little ticket stand and going right Mm. into the Uber. I mean, I was like, if that were me, I'd be like, honey, go ahead, please, please leave me alone. It was. I don't need to hold hands. It was one of those things where I feel like based on what Margaret said, it makes sense that they kind of had been, you know, a little tense already that night, right. but it just felt like such a such an unnecessary reaction to. <laughs> yeah, because you want to know why you always, when I see things like this, this, this on the show, like I always compare it to my personal life, and I'm like, would my parents react that way? Like, absolutely not. You know, like, and uh, my parents are normal; they fight over everything. But like that particular instance. I wouldn't even be a second guess. Like they would just be like, right. oh, where's, where's who, you know, they're in the van. It, it, I don't know. It just, I needed a lot of popcorn <laughs> for that because, you know, other people's drama is good to watch. You know, my grab the skinny pop moment, I'm a little ashamed to say, I kind of fell for the realtor Giselle prank for a second. 
They got me. I'm like, why is this phone ringing so much? Jeez, put it on vibrate. Yeah. Um, you know, I whatever. Good for good for Joe for getting back at Melissa. I'd rather I'd rather him get back at her with a prank than bring it up um in, you know, an argument. So I'm glad that score is settled. It seems like we can finally move on. But I'm curious to see if uh if they're gonna keep having little marital issues for the rest of the season because I hope not to be honest but you know what we can always I think do some more drama I think they're doing okay uh, we'll see but that is today's grab the skinny pop moment of course you can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com we will be back tomorrow don't forget to rate review subscribe follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and just be cool don't be all like uncool Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.